Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello and welcome to the Curious Freedom Podcast with me, Kirsty Faruja and friends. But today I am going solo. So I thought that I would talk about some common decluttering pitfalls and how to avoid them. So there's no wrong or right way to declutter, but there are a few things that can definitely make things harder. And we call these pitfalls. So today I'm going to take you through some of them and give you some tips on how to avoid them and set yourself up for decluttering success. Most of these I have spoken about before in other episodes. So I'll be giving you lots of links in the show notes and pointing you in the directions of more podcasts. So keep an ear out for which other episodes you should go and listen to if something sparks in you when I chat about these. So the first one is not having a clear goal. So without a decluttering goal, you may end up making progress without achieving your desired outcome. So I encourage you to set goals before you start decluttering, such as why are you creating more space? Are you trying to reduce stress? Because they will definitely help you to make the decisions that align with you and your values. So we have a few episodes on vision and I'll link them in the show notes. And I've also created a vision setting document 
So that will go through giving you some questions to ask yourself around what is my values and what do I want to see in this house and what's working and what's not working so that you can create a vision for your home. And so hopefully that's helpful to you. And having a clear goal and a clear vision will definitely help you to make the decisions so that as I said, they align with your values and your desires. And it's always something that you can come back to when you're struggling. You know, we often say to people when they are umming and ahhing about something <laughs> in their home and wondering whether or not they should declutter it or that it should stay. And so we often say, okay, how does that align with your vision? Is keeping that 17th pair of black leggings is that working towards your vision for having less in your house and making it easier for you to get ready in the morning or whatever it is whatever your vision happens to be whatever your goal happens to be so that is one of the pitfalls and how to avoid it the second one is focusing on perfection (laughs) so you have heard me speak about this quite a lot (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Striving for a perfectly organized and clutter-free home can be really overwhelming and it can lead to burnout if you're focusing on the wrong thing, which is perfection. Instead, try focusing on progress rather than perfection and celebrate all the small wins along the way. So we often say to people, just get started. (laughs) Just start, just start, just start. You'll have heard me say that time and time again. So I really believe that the snowball effect will come into play and you'll be able to revisit areas and tweak things as you go and make them perfect. (laughs) You don't have to get it right the first time. We often find with clients that the more they do, the quicker the decisions they are able to make. Another episode that is really helpful on this topic is binary decisions. We help you break down the decisions into one of two options rather than endless possibilities. So that can look like, is this staying or is this going rather than where in the house does this need to live and, you know, trying to find the perfect use for things. It's a really good episode. I'd highly recommend you listen to that and you'll find the links in the show notes. So another thing that can be challenging when it comes to decluttering is not having a plan for what to do with the items that are leaving, <laughs> leaving the house. So if you don't have a plan for what to do with the items you're decluttering, you may end up keeping them because you're unsure of where to donate or sell them. So I definitely recommend deciding on your piles beforehand and not making too many piles. So often we go into people's homes and they've got a stay or a keep pile, a donate pile, a sell pile, belongs in another room pile, but then their donate pile can be broken up into a million different piles as well. So it could be, oh, that's going to that friend and that's going to that friend and that's going to that charity shop and that's going to that charity shop and that's going to the local nursing home and that's going to the local play group and that's going to the local church and I'm all for getting things out of your home. So if you have a very specific plan in place on how to get all of those donation categories out of your home as quickly as possible, then sure, have 10 different donation piles. However, if your goal is to get your home decluttered as quickly as possible, then my suggestion is to just donate it all 
to charity. (laughs) Maybe don't even have a sell pile because that's also adding to your overwhelm and adding to your to-do list. And we're trying to reduce your to-do list. So at the very start, I suggest having just a keep pile, a rubbish pile, and a donate pile and not worrying about how you can separate out that donate pile into the 10 different categories that you could do. So it can really stall progress when you're trying to find the absolute best next home for things. And I have seen it time and time again, where clients of mine have just not got to the getting things out of their home point because they've created too many piles and they're not seeing that person for another couple of months, or they don't know their address yet. So they have to, you know, there's too many steps involved before it can get out of your home. So I really recommend just getting it out to a charity shop. And then in the future, when you have more headspace and you can make more intentional decisions about where your future donations can go. But for just now, just get the unwanted items out of your house as quickly as possible. (laughs) And maybe you don't know where your local charity shops are. So do a five minute Google search on where you can donate things to. And if you have got those like 10 different items and you do want to get them to those 10 different places, do some research on how quickly you can get them to those places and have a plan in mind. Put it in your calendar, make a schedule, do whatever it takes to get those 10 piles out of your home as quickly as possible. You know, and that can look like ringing the person saying, hey, next time you're driving by, please stop in. Or, hey, remind me when I get to school this afternoon that I've got something in my boot for you so you can get it to them. Or, hey, mum, when you're coming over to babysit the kids next, can you make sure that you take this with you? You know, reminding other people of their responsibility as well to get things that are in your home out of your home. (laughs) So number four is underestimating the time it takes. This can be a real pitfall for some people. Decluttering can be time consuming and underestimating the time it takes can lead to frustration and giving up. So setting aside enough time for the task at hand and being patient with yourself is a way of combating this pitfall. You'll have heard me say it and I'm going to say it multiple times during this episode is to micro declutter. Check out that episode. I've got it linked in the show notes. And that whole episode is about taking really short snippets of time to do the decluttering. We've got a bingo game that you can play where you can just print it off and have this list. I've also got a 30-day challenge up on the website that you can download as well or sign up for as well. And that can give you some tasks and some ideas of how to micro declutter or what to declutter today in that 30-day declutter challenge. So another way of combating this is to set a timer for the amount of time that you do have. So say you've finished a task and you've got 20 minutes before you need to go pick up the kids from school. Set a timer on your phone for 15 minutes and look around for something that you I'm pretty sure you could get done in 15 minutes or 20 minutes. You know, it could be just a pile of paperwork on your kitchen bench. You And you don't need to necessarily finish the task completely. It could just be like, oh, let's go through this mail and see if there's anything I can chuck out or anything I can quickly hop on my phone and pay right now or something I could sign and take back to school today. 
So trying to break down those decisions into smaller decisions rather than going, oh, I'm going to do the whole lounge room today in the next 20 minutes. So yeah, that's number four. Number five is ignoring the root cause of clutter. So if you don't address the root cause of your clutter, it may continue to accumulate. For example, if you struggle with impulse buying, focus on creating a budget or avoiding the shops altogether to address that underlying issue. We're always talking about being intentional shoppers here at Curious Freedom. So yes, for that root cause, then becoming more intentional can be really helpful. We've got a couple of episodes on shopping, and so I'll link to them in the show notes. Also going to talk about it in another one of my other pitfalls as well. Sometimes, though, it could be neurodiversity that's contributing to your ability to keep clutter at bay. So I highly recommend listening to our episode on ADHD to see if this form of neurodiversity resonates with you. It may be time to go see a counsellor or a psychologist to help you uncover what is going on in your life. As declutter coaches, we can help you to see some traits and we can help with systems that can help you function easier in your home, but we aren't trained to help you to work through these underlying issues. And so one of the joys of being a human is doing the work, doing the work to uncover what's actually going on for you and why this clutter is one of your challenges. Is it because of the way that you were brought up? Were you brought up with hoarding tendencies in your home? Were you brought up to not know how to keep a tidy home and a clutter-free home because your mum or your dad did everything for you? Was it because of some trauma that you've faced that means that your brain can't settle on anything to keep things decluttered? Trauma and ADHD symptoms look really similar. So maybe it's the trauma that is causing you and dealing with that trauma or doing more work on that trauma will help you to continue to heal and therefore be able to put some strategies in place to help you to deal with the clutter. Anyway. (laughs) that is my tip for working through the root cause of your clutter ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, number six is procrastination and self-sabotage. So putting off decluttering can lead to clutter piling up Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it becoming unmanageable. So scheduling time for decluttering and sticking to it could help. Perhaps you can block out time in your week or your month to declutter and then watch to see if you do anything to self-sabotage that schedule. Perhaps something else to dig into is why do you self-sabotage? And that can have a lot to do with neurodiversity. It can have a lot to do with trauma. It can have a lot to do with the work that you need to do within yourself is figuring out what is actually going on for you as to why you self-sabotage. But sometimes procrastination is just that. It's just procrastination because maybe it is we don't know how to do the work and that's why we're procrastinating on it. Maybe we're thinking that we need to have a plan for how to do the work and that is not necessarily true. Sometimes you just need to get started. Sometimes just starting And doing the work can help you to build that snowball effect and you can keep going. Sometimes you might just need a declutter coach to come alongside you because maybe you really, really don't know how to start. Another suggestion of mine for procrastination is just to listen to one of our podcasts, choose a topic, go through the catalog. There's like 330 plus episodes. So go through, flick through, see if a topic jumps out at you and then put the headphones on, earbuds in, listen to that and get started on the area that we're talking through in that episode. And that might help you. Okay, number seven is overwhelming yourself. (laughs) So if you try to tackle too much all at once, you may feel overwhelmed and give up on decluttering altogether. Maybe you just feel overwhelmed by the amount of clutter that you see around your home. So again, this is where I come back to breaking things up into smaller manageable tasks. So the micro declutter can really help with that. And so can the 30 day declutter challenge help with that. Again, I'm not sure how many times I can mention that episode in this podcast, but it can be a real game changer. Uh, You could also listen to a recent episode I did with my friend Leanne on her unique take on a declutter challenge. That was really great. And we've also done an episode on overwhelm and that's a really good listen to as well, to think about some of the ways that we can be overwhelmed and how to go about moving through that overwhelm. Again, 
having a declutter coach can really help you because we can see the tasks that are easy wins and we can come in with a methodical way of going through a space so that it can help you to feel less overwhelmed. Another way of doing it is to come into our Facebook community and see all the tips and tricks in that Facebook community and things that people, other people are doing and give yourself the accountability through that group. So post up a before picture and then you can work on going through that space or that room or that, you know, literally tiny corner of a desk space if that's what you need to do. And the people in that group would love to hold you accountable and to cheer you on in getting that done. Number eight is holding on to sentimental items. It can be difficult to part with items that hold sentimental value, but keeping too many can also lead to clutter. So you could consider taking photos of sentimental items before donating or selling them. And we have loads of episodes on this topic. So we've got sentimental papers, sentimental items, memorabilia as well. And I'll link to them in the show notes. And, you know, (laughs) I think sentimental Items is probably one of my most linked episodes across all of our podcasts because it comes up time and time and time again. So it's really challenging and definitely recommend walking through this area probably after you've built up your decluttering muscles with some easier areas and also the accountability in this this area is really helpful too. So I'm talking to somebody about what it is that you're trying to achieve, what's your vision for this space and what's the vision for the sentimental items and checking in with people as well to go, am I being crazy? Am I being too sentimental? Am I being not sentimental enough, but also not relying on their opinions? Go with your gut. So you can definitely check in with people, but I've seen it time and time again when people ask somebody else's opinion and it's not always helpful towards their goals. So I would always preface checking in with somebody with like, hey, this is my goal. Do you think that what I want to do with this aligns with my goal and getting opinion on that? Otherwise, they're just going to give you their advice and they may not be sentimental at all and just tell you all to chuck it and then you might regret those decisions or they could be way more sentimental than you and might make you feel guilt or shame or say some things that elicit guilt and shame from you about your wanting to get rid of it. But actually that's what aligns with you and your values. So I would always preface a checking in with somebody with, Hey, this is my goal. And do you think that this choice that I want to make aligns with that goal rather than what I've just said? Anyway, I hope that's helpful. (laughs) Uh, Number nine is keeping items just in case. And I've just done a whole episode on that. So it can definitely lead to clutter and it can definitely be a pitfall in wanting to have a clutter-free and organized home. So Again, be really honest with yourself about how likely you are to use that item and donate or sell it if you aren't actually going to use it. So check out that episode I've just done recently. I'll put it in the show notes. And number 10 pitfall 
in decluttering or helping you to have a clutter-free and organized home is buying more than you need. (laughs) Bringing unnecessary items into your home can quickly lead to clutter. So definitely before making a purchase, I would ask you to consider if you truly need the item and does it align with my values and my vision for my home or for myself. So we've got a couple of episodes. We've got curious about being a smart shopper that Belinda and I did about asking some really good questions and how to be a smart shopper. We've got episode, I'm curious about everyday style with Jen, which was fantastic about clothes shopping and styling and decluttering your wardrobe, but also it touched on the shopping aspect of purchasing new clothes. And my interview with Claire Press is always challenging when it comes, because it's about being an ethical clothes shopper and the ethics of clothes. So that is another great episode. And I also have some shopping questions to ask yourself that I'll link to in the show notes. That's another downloadable as well. So that is a really brief overview of some of the pitfalls that you can face when trying to live in a clutter-free and organized home. And I hope that has got you thinking and thinking about whether or not you have come up against any of them. So I'll just quickly go over them again. It's not having a clear goal or vision, focusing on perfection, not having a plan of what to do with the decluttered items, understanding the time it takes, ignoring the root cause of clutter, procrastination and self-sabotage, overwhelm and overwhelming yourself, holding on to sentimental items, keeping items just in case and buying more than you need. Yeah. So I hope if anything in there has sparked you that you can go and listen to the other episodes that I mentioned in regards to that pitfall. And again, if you would like to leave me a review, I would love that. You can come over to our website, use a speak pipe. I'd love to hear some of your voices and share some of your voices and your questions that you might have. If you've got like really specific questions around some things that you're facing in your home, then leave me a speak pipe. It won't necessarily appear on the podcast, but I can get back to you. And then if you have questions that you think other listeners might have brewing inside them as well, then please come and share that as well and can use that content to answer your questions on the podcast. As I said, I We'd love to see you in our Facebook community as well. It's a great place full of beautiful people and we would love to have you there. So until next week, curious ones, I can't wait to be back in your ears and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.